was watching Britney with the Mastiff video. Oh, that was Julia. That was Julia, actually. I was amazed at how fast that large dog did it down. I've been slack with my monster dog, thinking he couldn't get down fast. He takes forever to get down. Yeah, some dogs are. Mm, some dogs have hip issues. But this dog, if anyone wants to know, this is the dog that came in um, like... Um, guns blazing. Guns blazing, dragging its owner. Um, not just at our training center, but everywhere. And this dog is responding very, very, very well to training mm-hmm. on day two. Yep. Next. Oh, going live. <laughs> now we're live. We're live. Hey, everybody. How's everything going? We're live in the studio. What is, what is today? Monday. Is it Monday? It's Monday. Hey, everybody. How's everyone going? This is Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training, and this is Joelle. And tonight is our Q&A, our weekly Q&A. We do the What Would Jeff Do show, the What Would Jeff Do show. It's on every Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday. This week, we're doing one on Friday night, though. So this week, it's Monday, Wednesday, and Friday 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for 90 minutes, 90 minutes of Q&A. We also have something called Jeff Gelman Seminars. If you go to jeffgelmanseminars.com, that's a seminar series. We're doing 25 to 28 this year. Depends on if we book a couple more down in the uh, Arizona, Denver area. Um, We'll see that. Um, And then we might have one more open date somewhere else. Um, um, So we'll see how that goes. And we're in seven countries for that. And then uh, we have our boarding train facility here where we've got anywhere from 10 to 13 dogs. Um, and what we're doing with those dogs is we deal with a lot. Our specialty is aggression. So we work with a lot of highly human and dog aggressive dogs. We work with highly leash reactive dogs. We work with a lot of separation anxiety dogs, a lot of anxious dogs. Um, but obviously we, we teach obedience. But it's really important that people understand the narrative, the difference between how we teach obedience and then how we stop an unwanted behavior. And, you know, you have to keep in mind that 95%, if not higher, of the work we do here once we've stopped the unwanted behavior is reward-based training. But in order to stop an unwanted behavior, you have to use a punisher, an inhibitor. You have to put an inhibitor into the dog, and you can do that. Call it a correction. Call it a punisher. Call it whatever you want to, an intolerable consequence. But something has to be done to stop it for the dog to not want to do it. Then step two is all your counter conditioning of what you do want and reinforcing what you do want. Um, So on this show, if you look at most of the questions, you're going to see a lot of um, how do I stop? How do I stop? How do I stop? So my responses are going to be apply a punisher, apply a punisher, apply a punisher, because that's what people really, really want to know. If you want to know how we train obedience, we got tons of videos on that. And that's an easy one. That's an easy one. So um, there's something called Top Chat down at the bottom. If you put your, um, uh, if somebody wants a question to come to the top of the queue, you do not have to pay to play though. We answer as many questions as we can. We A lot of times we don't get through all the questions because I go on to these rants and they sometimes they never stop or, or Joel just laughs and doesn't stop. That's true. I, I suck up a lot of time laughing. Loose cannon over here. So, um, but those are a lot more fun than my, the, my rants, I think. I think. You never know. You never know. But uh, but here we go. Let's start with the questions. One big weirdo. Hello, Jeff and Joelle. Hey, how are you? Michelle, hi. How are you guys? Things are great. Fantastic. Wonderful. Melissa, good evening, Jeff, Joelle, and everyone in the chat. Oh, hey, Melissa. Thanks for being here. Deb says, good evening, J&J. Mm. And Melissa posted the link to the GoFundMe. Yeah, GoFundMe. We still need that. A lot of, lot of stuff happening in the background. A lot of stuff about to take place. So that'll be really, really exciting. Mm-hmm. I got to throw that 
My lawyer says I can't talk about it. Phrase out there. Hush. <laughs> I'm a big weirdo. My dog knows sit, but refuses to sit when I tell her to. During walks, I want to train an automatic sit when I stop walking. I apply NCS. She still doesn't sit. I use two fingers and make her sit, and she stands right back up. What am I doing wrong? Okay, well, I don't know how many times you've d- done sit. So how many times have you actually done the sit? Does your dog actually know sit? So if you want to, if you want to sort of like speed things along, you can come to a stop, give your dog a verbal, with le- give your dog a verbal, leash pressure, fingers down, boom, okay? But if when you, whenever you've done any obedience command a couple hundred times or any default command a couple hundred times, then if they're not doing it, you can't apply a punisher for non-compliance of a known command. And what you would do is the easiest thing to do is I would say for right now, don't use the remote, go to your leash and prong and you would pop up. That, that's what I would do. But first you can also condition it, the dog, to understand to this is the level of expectation. I expect you to sit every time I, we stop, but you break it down. Stopping is one thing, going into a sit is another, and then repeat, 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 and then eventually hold the dog accountable. Next. Just pop up. Next. of our surfing lessons. I know. Oh, my gosh. Just pop up. <laughs> Easier said than done with surfing, I know. Shona, three-month-old puppy howls in the crate when we leave the house. The neighbors hate us. She's always quiet in the crate when someone is home. Let's go. I know she's too young for a shock or bark collar right now. Help? So that's the thing is, like, um, you can actually get a bark collar for your dog. Um, I mean, the goal is that it goes off one or two times, and then the dog just stops. Um, the, the, this is the thing is what, what you're doing with your puppy. So for all of our puppies, what we do is it's all food-based training protocols, but that's all the obedience training. So hopefully you're doing a lot of proactive training with your dog, That's um, and then you're also doing crate drills. In and out of the crate, in and out of the crate, in and out of the crate. Do lots of crate drills as well. And that's all that can all be done with food, um, food in a marker-based system. And then as far as your dog not howling in the crate when you're there, that's because your dog is struggling with some separation anxiety issues. So a lot of times people will say, oh, make the crate fun. It doesn't work that way. Um, what you need to do is make howling suck, and then it stops. So um, a dog absolutely can have a bark collar. It, is, it that, is that young for a dog? It is a little bit young for a dog. But um, the thing about that is if you set your settings right, it will be just the dog will just go. Barking is a little bit uncomfortable. But what I would do is I would start setting your dog up with you like going into the next room, staying quiet, pretend to leave, and get yourself a decent bark collar. We have them on our website. You don't have to buy them from us. But bark collars are a, 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 a human's best friend because – how do you stop your dog from barking? A great question to ask someone is, how do you stop your dog from barking when no one's home? And you'll hear everything in the world but correct it. Literally, like, how about just correcting the dog? Like, the easiest thing to do. Like, exercise your dog more. Of course. But you don't only exercise the 12-week-old puppy so much. Exercise your dog more. Of course. We, we exercise our dogs a lot. Um, put some uh, uh, mind games in there for, to keep your dog occupied. Sure, go ahead. They might chew it up and choke on it and die, but go ahead. Um, you know, uh, keep it stimulated. Go ahead. Give it a comfy bed. They're probably going to destroy it or shit and piss on it. So the bottom line is you have to teach your dog that barking or howling in the crate is is, is, is unwanted. But stop it now or else it'll be patterned. Next. Gretchen, hello. Pretty as ever, Joelle. Awesome. Thanks, Gretchen. It's true. Cheryl, hi, Jeff and Joelle. Hello, how are you, Cheryl? Hi, Cheryl. Randy, hey, uh, hello, Solid Canine Training. Thank you for all the daily updates in your in-house training. Oh. Thank you all for your endless free info to help all of us. My pleasure, our pleasure. 
Thank you. I'm glad you're learning. Glad you're consuming. Next. Kimmy. Hi, y'all. I'm stuck at work getting ready to go clean the OR. Yay me. LOL. Hey, just oh get, God. get that power washer out and just hose that thing down. That makes me want to throw up just thinking about oh, it. Oh, why? I cannot do blood and stuff. Uh-uh. Really? I, I once interned at a vet. You do raw food, though. You get blood. That's like, de- that's so different. Not like human. Well, maybe she had someone die on the table she's cleaning up. So that could be dead, too. I interned at a vet for one day. Right. I couldn't even make it through one surgery. I'm like, I can't. I can't do this. I like that stuff, actually. Oh, my God. I love that stuff. I've got a great picture of, of, of my firstborn, which is 30 years ago, and I'm standing up, and we had to do a plan C-section, and I'm, like, right in there. Am oh I showing that picture? No, no I, was, I don't uh, want to see that. That uh, gives me nightmares. It, it's hanging on my wall, and I'm like, I'm right in there deep, and I'm just in the and and, and and she's coming right out, and she's covered with a this little. This is why I don't think I could even have kids, because I'd be like, I'm so disgusted. This baby cannot come out. Yeah, but you could also not see it too if you don't want to until you've cleaned it up. Oh, they usually God, they, they usually clean it up and bring it back to you next. I can't. Um, Mothman, hello all. Hope everyone is doing well. Always look forward to these podcasts. Yeah, we are. Things are going. Things are going good. It's been a good day, productive day, that's for sure. Next, Brian. I know. I really. I keep moving the chair. Just keeps like sliding I, this I know, way. I know. I know. Just going right out of the camera. Next. I'll just be the voice in the background. No, no, no. We're, we we got you. Brian, five-year-old hound rescued three months ago. Okay. One month ago, started to whimper and bark in the middle of the night. Two to three times a night, crate train, structured daily, bonking crate, and cutting food water early isn't working. Okay, so it, uh, we, I always give the dog the benefit of the doubt. Does it have to go to the bathroom, yes or no? So if the dog absolutely does not have to go to the bathroom, um, then the dog is starting to play you. So you've got to find an intolerable consequence. So believe it or not, um, because if not, you're going to pattern this. You're going to pattern this. Like every once in a while, one of my daughters has a sleepover. Um, she, sleeps, she sleeps at a friend's house, and she's in charge of feeding the cat. Cat gets fed at 5.30 in the morning. Now, I'm already up, but it's no big deal for me. But what will happen is the cat will start going from bedroom to bedroom to bedroom, meowing like, who's going to feed me? And I'm like, Clover's the one that feeds you, and she's not home. So what happens is I end up feeding the cat, obviously. But what you want to do is that this, this, this cat knows how to tell time. Mm-hmm. It's like it's 530. So what you've got to do is you've got to break the cycle with your dog. So believe it or not, I would put a remote collar on your dog. If you absolutely positively know that your dog does not have to go out to the, go to the bathroom, and I would, I, would, I would correct. A lot of people say, well, it's a hound. I know it's a hound. Hounds howl, but they don't need to be howling in our house at 3 in the morning. Next. Agreed. Um, can I, 12-week puppy already starting to yell at older dogs and growl them off of any toy or food? Thoughts on how to avoid this as he grows? So hopefully, the, hopefully those dogs will do something about that. Um, uh, hopefully they're going to do so that the older dogs will like go snap back. If not, you're going to have to do it. So what I would do is if you have a bone or a, or a, um, you know, something in, in the middle of the room and the older dogs come over to it and the younger dog growls, um, ideally a proper puppy raiser, which you can't just tell your dogs, Hey, be a proper puppy raiser <laughs> would like go Rrr! give a quick bite nip to the dog's snout and the dog will go running away and they'll learn really, really quick that that's not acceptable to do. But since your dogs are not doing that, you've got to do that. So you can just say no and you can actually bonk the dog. A lot of people say, don't do that. You know, trust me, I've heard every side of the story. But if you don't stop it, the dog will continue to do it and then it'll end up being a resource guarder. Next. Jack Wynn. Hey, Jeff and Joelle. 
Hey, Jack. Hey, Jack. How are you? Cheryl said, been enjoying your videos. Makes my day at work go faster. Oh, that's good Ooh, to know. watch our videos at work. Ooh, be careful. Or maybe get a job that you enjoy. Next. Um, I used to listen to our podcast at work. Do you need a little stand? Um, Here. Sure. Go ahead. Read next question. Yep. Melissa said, info about Jeff seminars is available. And she posted the website. Awesome. Um, A.S. Tallings 53. Oh, you're new. Hey, y'all. I just want to thank you for the advice. My pup walked past 22 dogs on a hiking trail yesterday. Damn, that's a busy hiking with trail. no reactions. Even the pups that barked and lunged. Woo! Thank you. Yesterday. So, so is Sunday. Yep. That's why. Busy weekend. Good for you. Next. Deb, super excited for the upcoming Florida seminar. Me and Armani Basenji will see you soon. Yep, see you then. Glock. Uh, I got a two and a half week old. I got two 12-week-old puppies. Why does it feel like one is stopping the other when training? Okay. So, I'm sure you've already heard this before, but you probably shouldn't have two pups the same age at once. Just letting you know. Letting you throw it right out there. So, if you, if you know of anybody that wants another dog, to do it. I'm not saying get rid of a dog. Oh, Jeff said I should get rid of my dog. It's like, No. Raising a single puppy is extremely, extremely challenging. Raising um, two from the same litter, it sounds like, is even more challenging. More challenging. You can have a host of issues. But then again, many people do it and they're quite successful. What I would do is I would, I would create one up, work one separate, put them, and then rotate them and eventually work them together. Next. Aurora. My dog forges on the walks lightly. I try 180, but she's not far enough ahead to pop and turn. She tends to turn with me. Spatial pressure is temporary. I know she's trying to scan. Ideas? So chances are you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. So the 180 done properly, you can pop on the 180. You slow down, back up really fast. So catch your dog off guard. So a lot of times, that's the hard part about a podcast. I describe a technique. A client, um, a fan like yourself says it's not working. But if I saw you in person, it would work. Spatial pressure works. It works. It, it, it works. But if you're not doing it the way we, we the way we show you, and we don't expect you to always, because you're not you haven't worked with as many dogs as we have. But the spatial pressure works. Do that exercise. We've got a video on that. If anybody wants to know what that means, there's a video on that. Till the dog disengages. That's one of the many things we do to get the walk. All right. Next. Um, bod. Bob D. Driveway drills are the bomb. Two-year-old rescue St. Bernard. Awesome. Next. Randy, our two-year-old Malinois can do a double down for hours at a time. Thank you for thank you all of you. Awesome. Cheryl, Joelle, love your laugh. Laughter is the best thing for all of us. It sure Thanks, is. Cheryl. That's the truth. Sebastian, five-month-old dog has separation anxiety in the crate. Is fine when I'm in the room, but moment I leave, barks and howls nonstop. Yes. I tried correcting after each bark with e-collar, got up to 50, and still won't stop. What am I doing wrong? Check fit, number one. I would check the fit of the collar. And the bottom line is this. You know, it's, it's, it's so Sebastian, a lot of people are like, the dog's fine while I'm in the room, but when I leave, the dog is nonsense. That's the separation part. That's the separation part. So that's the part you want to fix. So... Don't worry about the number, but I would check for fit. And there's an art to it. There's an art to it. Do I hit continuous? Do I hit momentary? Do I go low? Do I go high? Do I hit the top of the crate? Do I shake the crate? Do I, do I, you're doing it all. You're doing it all. Um, getting that dog to lie down in the crate from a distance from another room is, is very, very plausible, if that's the right word, to do the first, you know, the first time. This is the thing. Stopping barking in a crate is extremely, extremely important. People surrender their dogs because of that. 
And that doesn't make them bad people at all. Like, sometimes landlords make you do it. I used to be one of them. Yes. So, yeah, when you were a, when you were a, a property, manager. property manager. Yeah, you got a dog barking in a... In it's a, like, yeah, you're driving 300 people insane. Yep. So you have to get rid of your dog. I mean, you can't stay in hotels. I mean, there's so many different things you you, you can't do. So stopping that through electronics. But there's gonna it, it's it's like it's fishing. You know, we got to fish for the recipe. You got to fish for the recipe. Next. Um, Emily, my one-year-old Ozzy hates my brother-in-law. Anyway, can problem solve. He barks, lunges, and nips. I've tried having him ignore the pup as well as work with him. Nothing seems to help. Okay, so so this is what will help. The proper application of a punisher will help. So barks, that gets corrected. Lunges, that gets corrected. Nips, that gets corrected. So all three of those things would get corrected. Believe it or not, what I would do is, that's why we love bonkers. Bonkers, you know, I, trust me. I know the negative press on bonkers. Like, I'm sort of the president of the club, all right? So I get it, all right? I get it. So what you need to do, though, is you need to teach your dog what's probably happening is is at the sight of your brother-in-law, your dog is already loading and ready to go. So what you do is have your dog next to you. Brother-in-law starts coming up the driveway or coming in. Your dog starts loading, which you can tell it's loading. Loading means like, I'm going to do something right now, all right? And no, calmly, and then bonk. Remember, whenever I talk about punishment, there's no yelling, there's no screaming. There's no yelling, there's no screaming. No anger. No anger. I'm not upset, but you can't do that. That alone will eliminate a lot of stuff. Then you get proactive. And then we teach the dog how to exist around your brother-in-law. But the concept of getting your brother-in-law to, like, give the dog high-value rewards or to stuff like that, to, to become its friend, that's not, that's, like, down the road. That's down the road. First, you need to stop the nonsense. So stop the nonsense. So, again, a lot of people say, I tried that, but if you showed me a video of that, I'm like, that wasn't a pop. I can't tell you how many times when I tell someone to pop on a level eight, like, boom, they're, like, at a negative two. Like, they're so far away. Like, because why? Because everyone's afraid of hurting their dog. And and I don't want to hurt your dog either. And you don't want to hurt your dog. So, but but there there is a time and a place for discomfort. And it, it blows my mind that dogs, dogs get a free pass to make us uncomfortable and to instill fear in us. But we can't do that to stop an unwanted behavior. So, next. Morgan, we just got in a mama pit at the rescue I volunteer with, and her puppies have been adopted. She started to be leash reactive only when dogs are barking, but otherwise she gets pretty close with no reaction. Okay. So, again, for leash leash reactivity, do our spatial pressure. First of all, you're going to stop it. Stop leash reactivity. So, um, I've, got, I've got a bunch of videos on how to stop leash reactivity, do spatial pressure, also do hold your dog accountable and a lot of other things. This is what a lot of people are doing. In, inside the house, um, what they're doing is they're letting their dogs be casual. They're not being demanding of their dog. Then they go outside and they're and they're and they're literally demanding perfection. Doesn't work that way. Doesn't work that way at all. So hold your dog accountable. Train your dog inside the house. Ask your dog to do a lot of stuff. No free roaming. Um, you know, work on your obedience drills. Hold your dog accountable for basic commands. And then outside the house, do your driveway drills next. Canadian girl, I watched your great video on crate training. It's like teaching thresholds, correct? Um, yes, part of it is. It's that stopping um, at the crate to go in and not rushing. So it is It is. It is borders on threshold training, correct? Next. Daniel, hey, y'all. Dog, suck, dog sucks on her tail. OCD type thing. Does it secretly 
on place when we shower or out of the room? What mm-hmm. gives? Um, never leave the room and never bathe again. Believe it or not, somebody would give you that advice. I was just going to say. Okay. And, and I want you to know this for a fact, that there are dog trainers out there that would literally say, never leave your dog alone. So what I would do is just set your dog up. So why, why do they do that? It's a lot of it is self-soothing. A lot of it is like OCD behavior. Any OCD behaviors, we stop with a remote collar. So put a nanny cam on your dog. Put, put your iPhone on your dog. Skype yourself. FaceTime yourself. Do whatever you want. Um, just don't swipe right. Swipe right. And then what you're going to do is when you start seeing your dog do that behavior, you correct it. Also, look into the dog's diet. But it's most likely just an OCD learned behavior. Next. A Stallings, now one of my other dogs, completely flips out on any e-collar pressure. Currently, his correction level is four, and his working level is two, and he still flips out, and I can't even feel it. What would you do? Well, it's not about us feeling it. We can't feel a lot of things. So what we do is this. I, what I would start is working the dog with off of the remote and use leash pressure um, and also do, a reward, obviously, a reward-based system. I don't know how you trained your dog. I've got no idea. I've got no idea how you train your dog. So, you know, um, what I would do is I would make sure your dog understands the concept of pressure on, pressure off with a leash, and then you can and then move to the remote to to overlay that, and then see how it happens. Also, you can you can correct your dog for going nuts. Next, Juliana. Hey y'all, I need some advice on teaching calmness with my puppy. She knows down in place, but is also very persistent and will break over and over. What can I do? So, um, what you want to do is this: How old the dog? It just says my puppy. Okay, puppy. So we have to define what puppy is. So some people call their 9, 10, 11, 12-month-old dogs puppies, and those are dogs. So maybe, you know, vet-wise, it's, it's, a, it's a puppy, but in obedience-wise, it's a dog, meaning it can, it, can, it can learn just about as much as any other dog can that's fully mature at 18 months to 24 months. So if you've done a couple hundred reps, now you can hold your dog accountable. But until you've done a couple hundred reps, leash on the dog. This is it. Have you done formal obedience training with your dog? That doesn't mean you have to go to a class or hire a trainer, meaning have you put in the reps over and over and over and over again? So we use a reward-based system to train all of our obedience, and it's command, compliance, market, reward. Command, compliance, market, reward. The dog does not do it. We say the word wrong, and we ask for it again. We do not say the word no with a consequence until 300 to 500 times. Next. One big weirdo. My bulldog has recently become leash reactive after being attacked at the dog park. Yeah, that's why you stay out of dog parks, one big weirdo. If I came to a seminar with both of my leash reactive dogs, will I leave with the issue fixed? I dread leaving my apartment. Okay, I hate to use the word fixed, but could we make it better? Absolutely, dramatically better. Just remember, though, from I would only bring one of the dogs, though, that's leash reactive because then you'd have to buy two working spots. You can buy two working spots, but... If you even if you bring two two dogs, one handler, you still gotta buy two working spots. There's only a select amount of working spots available, so you might as well bring a friend or bring one dog. I'll teach you what to do with that dog. Bring the one that's worse, and um, I'll show you what to do with that dog, and you can just apply it to the second dog. Next, Mr. Crazy Milo, is it silly to think that other dogs like a pug can be as obedient as a Malinois or a Shepherd? Um, is it? It's not silly to think that. No, but why do you think there's no videos of me doing obedience with my Malinois? It looks so good. Because it looks so good. It looks flashy, um, energetic. It's a Malinois. You know, Tex will do just about anything for a ball. You know what I mean? He'll do anything for a ball. So, you know, I mean, can you get a pug up to the same level of obedience as a Malinois? You know, obedience-wise, sure. 
Will it look the same? Maybe. I think a lot of it really depends on the dog. A lot of it's the we dog. We some shepherds that are just like. Yep. They I mean, don't have that much drive. Yep. We get low drive shepherds. You have to remember the drive in these dogs make it make it look really, really good. And you get a lot of people like, well, if you use enough motivation, I'm like, you've got to understand that we get dogs that are not motivated by anything. Nothing. Next. Uh, Pikachu plays. My Chihuahua loves treats but won't follow a lure. I'm trying to train her to lie down, but she just sits. I don't want to use leash pressure on her because she her neck is really fragile. Who said? Who, who told you that her, her neck was fragile? What do you mean her neck is fragile? What kind of dog is it? Does it a say? Chihuahua. It's a Chihuahua. You can use leash pressure. You just use a little bit of leash pressure. That's all. Her neck's fine. I own two Chihuahuas. Use leash pressure. Okay, but what you can do is take your, sit down on the floor, your butt on the floor, and take your legs, and so that your heels, that your heels were um, on the ground. So you're, so you're gonna take a lure, and you're gonna lure your dog underneath your leg, and then, and then lower your leg, lower your leg, lower your leg, lower your leg, till it touches the back of the dog, and the dog has to almost like crawl underneath, army crawl, army crawl underneath, and then mark it, and then reward, mark it, and then reward, or also. Patience, but you can you can use leash pressure on a Chihuahua. You can. Next. Believe it. Or, I'm going to add something to that too. Believe it or not, sometimes people aren't luring correctly either. Correct. So if the dog isn't following it to the floor, you might be keeping too much space between the dog's nose and the food. Try to keep the food right in front of their nose the whole time. Correct. If you put it to the floor too quick, they're just like, what the heck do you want Right. To do? Also, you can go, there's two ways to lure. You can lure away and you can lure into. So sometimes by luring into the dog, they'll sphinx into a down. Next. Michelle, I was watching Brittany with the Mastiff video. Oh, that was Julia. That was Julia, actually. I was amazed at how fast that large dog did a down. I've been slack with my monster dog, thinking he couldn't get down fast. He takes forever to get down. Yeah, some dogs are. Mm, if Some dogs do, have hip though. issues. But this dog, if anyone wants to know, this is the dog that came in um, like... Um, guns blazing. Guns blazing, dragging its owner, um, not just at our training center, but everywhere. And this dog is responding very, very, very well to training mm-hmm. on day two. Yep. Next. Aurora, I was interviewed for a trainer team here in Cleveland. They want me to pay for a four-week training course. Can't decide to do this on on my own or join a team. Money's tight, but I'd like to better my skills. Thoughts? Um, ask. Tell them you'll work for free for eight weeks. Next. Mm-hmm. Pikachu, I also don't have enough money to buy a knee collar. Oh, that's the one with the chihuahua. Okay, you don't need knee collar. You don't need a knee collar. You need. You literally can do it with a slip lead. Next. Sunny and Rio, I have two dogs who used to have no problems eating in the same rooms and playing with the same dog toys. Yep. But now they're snapping at each other. How do I put a stop to that? Um, well, it depends how old they are now. That's why maybe you all of a sudden this reared its ugly head or it was going to happen anyway and you just missed all the signs. No fault of you at all, you know. You just didn't know. Nobody plans for this stuff. So the snapping is they teach the dogs the word no. No and then bonk. I'm telling you, man, why do we recommend bonkers so much? Because they're $1.32 at Walmart, two number 64 rubber bands. Say the word no and bonk. It's one of the best punishers out there. A lot of colleagues out there, a lot of dog trainers love to make fun of me. Trust me, guys, I've seen all the screenshots. You know, it's like they love to make fun of me, love to make fun of me. But meanwhile, you've never used one before. Mm -hmm. You've never used one before. Literally, we have dogs that blow through. I I can't tell you how many dogs I've stopped from from aggressing towards a human or a dog with a properly applied bonker. 
That's what we get so many dogs in that are already e-collar trained. Yeah. But they're like, we can't stop this behavior. Yep. Yeah, we have dogs that come in that blow through 100 on a remote and then collar. And they come in beyond desensitized. Yeah. Own, and they don't yep. give a flying yeah. fuck about it. Yep. Yep. You say no and they tense their neck up. And yeah, they, they get and they, ready. They get ready. They get ready. It's like. So bonkers work when done properly. Next. Sunny and Rio, I have two dogs who used to have no problems. You, you, you oh, just did that sorry. one. Yep. It's okay. Katie. Hi, guys. Thank you for being so great and helping with free advice. Any suggestions on how to help a dog who is unsure of hard on hardwood? Mm-hmm. 75 Pitbull Terrier who is six years old. He often does not want to leave his bed. Yep. Mats, etc. We tried things. You put on his nails. They worked okay, but he ate them. No. Okay. This is what you do. You ready? Leash on the dog. Prong collar on the dog. Okay. So take the leash. Put the leash in your one hand and up against your waist. Look at a spot in front of you. Ready? Let's go. Start walking. Don't stop. Step after step after step after step. Your dog will follow. Next. $15 top chat from Andrew. Hey, is it harder to rehab a dog that has been attacked? I'm having problems with a Doberman who has had two attacks. His dog reactivity is insane, even when muzzled and at a distance. Help, please. So he was attacked by off-leash dogs, or he's attacked? Has been attacked. Um, that's that's probably one of the big ways that off... That's why we are so, so strict about off-leash dogs coming at you. We tell people to kick the dog. Um, take that one out of context. It's like, we're just talking about a context video, making a context Jeff video. Jeff kicks dogs. Right, Jeff kicks dogs. I would never kick my dog. It's like, what would you do with? what would you do if a dog was latched onto your dog? You know, I pull its back legs. Well, how about if that didn't work? I would yell and scream. How about if that didn't work? I would get out a hose. How about if that didn't work? Like, it's like, you know what you would do? You'd, 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 you'd do anything. It's like, we don't train this way, guys. Whenever you hear about the Jeff Gelman, Jeff Gelman hits a dog, I'm probably breaking up a dog fight and most likely I'm not hitting it. Um, 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 Jeff Gelman kicks a dog. It's like, no, an off-leash dog is racing at my child or my dogs or a client's dog, and I'm trying to get it away. Um, or it's a te- – like, like context, people. Oh, there's context. Context shouldn't matter. It, Of course it matters. Mm-hmm. Of course it matters. So let's answer your question first. So is it harder? I don't know your skill set. All I know is this. The dog definitely is more on alert right now. So the biggest thing is this is you can you stop the reactivity. You can absolutely use a punisher to stop the reactivity and then advocate for that dog. Get that dog to start being around neutral dogs. Around, not interacting, but around. Start patterning that, patterning that, patterning that. You know, one of the things about context, Joelle and I, Joelle and I were talking about it because there seems to get this, there keeps getting this whole narrative about, we keep seeing these videos about like, Jeff chokes out dogs, Jeff chokes out dogs, Jeff chokes out. Guys, you gotta really get over that narrative. Somebody asked me, and they often ask me, how do you break up a dog fight? The easiest way to do it is take away its oxygen. It's like, if you want to manipulate that, if you want to literally manipulate that, number one, you've never seen your dog attacked by an off-leash dog or a dog fight. You've never seen a true dog fight. I'm talking a real dog fight. Not a bunch of noise. No, I'm talking about a dog that literally grabs your dog and will not let go. It will not let go. Your dog is going to die in less than 30 seconds if you do not do something. These are the dogs we work with. And even if we don't work with them, which we do, but even if we didn't, what advice would you have? 
if it has a flat buckle collar on it, you would grab it and twist and lift up gently. And at some point, you're hoping that the dog will gasp for air. And that means it has to release your dog and you pull it off your dog. We're talking about life and death here. We're not talking about dog training. We're not talking about you coming home, your dog shit on the floor, and you choke your dog. We're not talking about the dog didn't do a downstay and you choke your dog. We're talking about life and death circumstances. Or what do you do when you have a dog that you're, you're, you are a dog trainer or you are a dog owner and your dog is lunging at your face trying to bite you? Everybody should learn self-preservation moves. These are the dogs we work with. I'm just blown away by the lack of knowledge that like dog, not just dog owners, but every dog is not this friendly, wonderful dog. Yeah, like dogs do no harm. It's like people, like we, we, we get dogs that want to hurt it. Oh, it must be afraid. No! Or it's just constantly kept under okay. threshold. Or, but how about if even if it is afraid, it's still trying to bite you. You have to stop it. You can't get bit. Here's a great example. Um, would you ever grab a hammer and smash smash a stranger's car window with it? Absolutely not. No, why would I do that? Okay. So you wouldn't go you wouldn't grab a hammer and go to your local supermarket parking lot and walk up to a window and smash it. No. Okay. How about if there was a baby in there and it was 110 degrees outside and the owner hadn't come out for 15 minutes? Would you do it then? You would, wouldn't you? Bingo. Done. How about if there was a car accident and the car started burning on fire and the driver was passed out and the doors were locked and you couldn't get in? Would you smash the back window, reach in, unlock the door, open up the door, remove the seatbelt and drag the owner out? Would you do that? Yes, you would. Right? So you would smash a car window. But would you just randomly go up to a car and smash its window? I hope not. People do, but I don't. I would hope not. But the other two situations, I would do. Now, would you ever choke out a dog? Oh, I would never do that. What happened? What would you do if a dog was latched onto your child's arm, torso, leg, or face and wouldn't let go? What would you do? Not after it bit it, while it's biting it. What would you do? An off-leash dog came running at you and, and literally was attacking your child. What would you do? The correct answer is anything you had to do to keep your child safe. Anything with no disclaimers. It's your child. Wouldn't you, wouldn't, you, wouldn't you do anything to save your child's life? I would hope so. So things, we have to bring context in there. So this narrative, again, of, of a certain trainer, whether it's me or someone else, does something harsh. It's like there's context to it. Context does matter. Next. Geo the Racer. Hi, guys. So I'm working on NCS with Duke in Lowe's today. He's so nervous and distracted, so he won't sit until the second, third command. Should I use the remote for NCS when he doesn't comply after the stim? Okay. If you've done CS, which is continuous stim, if you've put your reps in, it's time for NCS, which is non-compliance stim, and you can use leash guidance at the same time. All depends on what level of training you're at. Yes. Next. 
Joshua, thank you both for answering my question about Howling in the Crate. I really appreciate your help. My pleasure. Morgan. Oh, there was more to that one. So the mom pit bull that is leash reactive. She said it's only some dogs she reacts to with no, and then some she can get close with no issues. But she redirected on my leg while on a slip. Not bad, but not acceptable. I think a bonker will work, but the owner still insists we need to wait out the aggression. Okay, so... I want to keep volunteering because I want experience, okay. but I need to get through to the owner. Okay, so no, you don't. You walk away. It's the wrong It's the wrong client. You can get... There are so many... Who is that? Morgan? Mm-hmm. Morgan, there are so many other people out there that would appreciate your help that won't wait out the aggression. Wait out the redirection. No, you're going to get injured, you're going to get hurt, you're going to struggle with PTSD, you're going to possibly ruin any future you're going to have working with dogs. Stop now, walk away, find someone that would appreciate your help. Next. Um, oh, there was more to Geo the Racers too, they're all broken up. She said, should I repeat the command the first time or say no when I apply the stim? When you're on NCS, you got, you got both options. I, I mean, just So I'll say it once. Give them like a second. If they don't, I immediately go to Right, swim. right. Um, the only time he's wrong really is if I have multiple dogs out and I have to mark a behavior at a specific uh, to, to, time right. and I don't have the remote with me. And historically a lot I'm of... I'm holding the remote, I go straight to stand. And a lot of times we won't have multiple dogs out until that dog is at a certain level anyway. Yeah. Yeah, next. Um, Kim, such a good lab. Thanks to you guys. Neighbors have shepherd livestock guardian dogs and my lab doesn't bark back when they charge the fence. Awesome. Next. Joshua, how exactly do you make the howling suck? It's kind of hard to bonk while the puppy dog is inside the crate. Pull them out and bonk. Shake the crate. Um, Shake the crate. Shake the crate's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. It's called earthquake. It's a co- th- these are all common practices. They're not barbaric. They're not inhumane. They're not old school. Or maybe they are old school. But they work. Guys, this stuff works. Why do you think we're inundated with so many badly behaved dogs right now? Because nobody's doing what works. We're trying to come up with all these creative ways to, to like work around anything possible but the actual correction. Like, we'll do everything we can but correct the dog. And if it doesn't work, we'll get rid of the dog. When you could have just corrected the dog and lived happily ever after. Literally. Yeah. No PTSD. Nothing. Dogs are fine. Yep. Yep. It's ne- incredible. Next. Um... Mothman, waiting at a crosswalk with Deacon sat next to me. I didn't have time to react before I heard the iconic words. Don't worry, he's friendly. Oh, oh my God. Before GSD literally pushed his head between my leg to get into Deacon's face. Deacon didn't react negatively, but I was Good. so mad. How can I yep. better advocate for my dog? And what should you do afterwards if your dog gets scared in that situation? If your dog gets scared, just keep walking along. But it's the scary part is if you're at a, if you're at a crosswalk, that means that, that means that that dog was running towards or through traffic. Traffic. Um, so, you know, he's, he's not friendly. It's like, yeah, but your dog's head was between my legs and I'm planning on having more kids. Not me personally. Um, but maybe you are, um, uh, but that's the thing. He's friendly. What if my dog isn't? Right. But even the friendliest dogs, even the friendliest dogs, when you have a dog race up on them, they're not friendly in that situation. Right. Like, even the friendliest dogs are not friendly in that situation. It's on a leash, which is a barrier. It can't get away, so then it will fight. Or you scared the hell out of the dog. I mean, this is nature takes over of, of self-preservation. Next. And then there'll be, it'll be your fault when your dog bites it. Yes. Even though it charged you. It's incredible. Yep. 
Uh, Brianna, how do you deal with bonking if your dog can predict the bonker itself? Should I stick to working through with an e-collar? Um, your dog shouldn't be able to predict the bonker. Um, but if you want to use e-collar, use e-collar. Yep. Aurora, does Linda keep her chihuahua structure the same as you structure your own Oh, dog? God, no, no, no. Using commands such as place and running them off leash with e-collars and all? No, not at all. Linda has a whole different lifestyle with her dogs than me. It's a whole different thing. They're house dogs. Next. The Pichu. Hi, Jeff and Joelle. It's been a while. It has been a while. Yes. Um, I've been I've been wondering on e-collar training, do you teach the dogs to come with CS? How do you do when you teach another command with CS? The dog understand that you now want down, not a come. Because you teach one command at a time. Mm -hmm. And guys, it's dog training still. It's dog training. It's not pushing buttons. It's dog training. So you still have to, let's, let's, let's forget about the remote collar for a minute there. You still have to understand the concept of dog training. So, you know, you're doing one command at a time. You're using leash guidance, body, body, um, verbal, verbal commands. Um, so you're still educating the dog. You're still educating the dog. So you're working one command at a time and then it understands what that word means. So when you say come, the dog doesn't lie down or sit. If it does, then it then but it knows sit and down, then it, it it's playing you. It's playing you. So please keep that in mind. That the last thing we want anybody to be doing is just pushing buttons but I think, for obedience. So with C S, because we do take away the word, you're only doing that command. Right. And you prime them with the leash first. You'll do a few reps. Say you're working on recall. You'd say here. Right. You would do it as a normal guide the dog. Guide, guide the dog. Then all of a sudden the word goes away. Pressure goes on. They're like, well, I've already done five reps of recall. I might as well just right. recall. I'm recalling today. Right. Today's my recall day. That's, right. But that's why we prime them first. Yep. So we done it. So there's priming of the dog, and then there's also one command at a time, and there's also massive repetitions. Leash guidance. So there's leash guidance, and then there's so it's like the dog. It's the dog won't be confused. No. If it's confused, you're teaching it. It's if you're if the dog is confused, look at the teacher, not Can't, the dog. Yeah. Handler error. Yep. Brit, two days later, I can't stand the slip leash. I put the keeper collar on, and it was a different shepherd. I get the prong collar Monday. Yeah, get the prong collar. I mean, nothing against slip leads, um, but but and I know there's a couple of countries that they can't use any other any other leash. I get it, but like, it takes a special skill set to train a dog on a slip lead. Which, well, if you had a if you have if you had a better skill set, it's like yeah, but it's not about me having a better skill set. My dogs are off leash trained. Like, it's about your client. Guys, we're pet dog trainers. We rehabilitate dogs. We obedience train dogs. We train owners. We help build relationships. We keep dogs in the family. And, and we're going to give them the tools, the techniques, the philosophy, the advice, everything we can so they will win and they can rebuild a new relationship with their dogs. $10 top chat from Andrew. Would applying a high stim or bonker help with the Doberman? I've been slowly closing the distance, and at times he's okay. I'm looking for existence at the moment so owner can manage him. Yep, you can. And make sure you get the owner heavily involved as well in it at some point next. Jevry, hello, Jeff and Joelle. I hope you both are doing well. Things are fantastic. Chloe, I typed a longer testimonial I wanted to share but couldn't get to couldn't get it to fit. Basically, if anyone is new and worried about repressing dogs' personality. Remember that bad behavior is not a personality trait. <laughs> right, right. Thank you. Yeah, you can't write. You can't write a lot of shit in this in this Q and A. Next. Yeah. Um. Nobody, Connecticut. Hi, Jeff and Joelle. 
Hello. Oh, hey, hello. I was waiting for the question. Hi, how are you? Just a hello. Hey, thanks. Aurora, can the thickness of a dog's fur affect the effectiveness of a prong of a prong collar pop? Um, absolutely, sure. It could be like a little buffer. So you want to make sure it's on nice and snug and you sort of move the fur out of the way. Next. Felicia, hello. I learn something new from you every time I listen. I've implemented many of your suggestions and have had very successful. Thank you for all you do. Oh, you're welcome. You want to say goodbye, Felicia? No, because she's nice. I, know. I only say bye, Felicia, to <laughs> trolls. <laughs> bye, Felicia. It's from that movie. Name that movie, guys. Name that movie. Um, and that's an oldie. See, I watch old movies. Old, funny movies. Okay. What's old considered to it's you? It's pretty old. I mean, What's old? my cons- sisters watched it growing up, and Jill's 40. Okay. Yeah. So that's old. 40's old. Oldish. So I'm 54. You're old. Oh, okay. Thanks. You are. You're old. All right. At least you don't look it, but you're old. Okay. Thanks. Jay Saya. Just I'm gonna be old soon. My God. Oh yeah, you're hitting. Just, you're, you're gonna be 26 soon. Yeah, that's scary. Woo wee. That's scary. Fucking over the hill. Just answered all of my questions. I was nervous to ask. Thank you, sir. Oh, don't be nervous. Full moon dealer. Thank you, your family, your staff, for what you do. You're making a difference in the world. Thank you so much. Deb, I read on the e-collar that if not seeming to work, also check to ensure it is synced properly with the remote. Something else to check. Yeah, you always want to check sync. You want to check fit. You want to make sure the handset and the and the receiver are both turned on. Next. Um, Haley, hi, J&J. I just wanted to let you know I love you guys, and I'm glad I caught your live. Yeah, I love you too. We love Guys, we love all our fans. We love all our fans. We love all of our followers. We love all the, We love all of you that are really putting in the work. Every day we get emails from people. Really long emails, too. Really long emails. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's so funny. It's so funny. Like, someone just left a hateful message on our um, answering machine. It's so wild. You know, it's like, guys, can I just make a full clarification? I don't have a fucking mullet. <laughs> it's like, get over it, okay? He has longer hair than, like, okay. longer, thicker hair than, like, most checks. Okay? It's not a goddamn mullet. Get over it. So if you're going to insult me, try to pick out something besides my fucking hair. But it's just so funny because they leave these, like, you know, these random insults on our, on our you know, on our, on our voicemail. Um, just because there's a lot of the negative press going on right now about me. Um, but it's like the emails we get from our actual... People act- who actually fucking know us. <laughs> and actually do the work are like, they make you cry almost every time. Yeah. Almost really every do. time. And I just want you to know, if you're sending emails into us that are, that are telling us wonderful things, like, the, we share them with the whole staff. Yeah. It pretty much makes my day. I'll yeah. run out and, like, read it to everybody. Yeah. Yep. We put it, the whole staff sees it because we want everybody to know, it's not just, it's definitely not me. I mean, the staff is the one training all the dogs, but, but it's everybody that works here. Everybody that works here. Next. Uh, the Pichu, how would you work a dog that gets spooked by some sudden sounds behind him? He recovers quickly, but I'm not sure how to improve that. So recovery time is important. So most people, if you don't know what recovery time is, imagine um, dropping a food bowl on the ground. It makes a noise. Dog backs up. But then, you know, dog goes, oh, let me go check out this food bowl. Um, it's a dog that doesn't move that you might want to see if it's deaf or not. That's a good way to test to see if a dog is deaf. Um, uh, what I would do in the recovery time, I mean, I mean, it's okay to be a little bit spooked, a little bit concerned, a little bit wary. But what I would do is I would start getting, um, put, having the dog in a heel, put the dog into a down, put the dog into place, and start introducing sounds um, in other environmentals. Next. Um, Jack, I've agreed on most things you've ever said, but I can't get with not swiping right on yourself. <laughs> What's swiping right? Is I, that good or bad? I don't know. I don't know how Tinder works. I don't know how Tinder works either. I think swiping right means you like the person. I don't know. 
swiping right. Swiping left means next, right? I don't. I you're talking to the wrong guy. I've never used Tinder. I've never Even used Tinder. You fucking like think that I do, and you like have made stories about it. Joel's on Tinder right now. Like I literally have never been on that app. Okay. In my life. All right. Um. I can't imagine meeting somebody online and going to meet them. That's like the scariest thing in the world to me. <laughs> you can't imagine meeting anybody. <laughs> I know. Like a public social outing. Right. <laughs> Hannah. Hi, Jane. Jay. How do you handle a slow-moving service animal? At home during training, he is snappy and quick. In public, he knows there's no food reward, and he gets so lazy, he still complies. So what I would do is this, is you have to up the motivation. So remote collar is a great motivator. Next. Um, Gretchen, Joelle, your hair is so lush. Oh, thanks, Gretchen. Hannah said, absolute lush. Thanks, ladies. It's because I washed it. Every time right. I wash my freaking hair. Right. It's dirty most of the time, but I'm glad you guys notice when it's clean. I really appreciate it. Jason, <laughs> I have a four and a half month old GSD Malinois. He is super reactive. I'm doing leash pressure on him. When is a good time to use a prong collar? Now. I'm aware of how to properly use. You use it, use it now and use a bonker on him too. He's 18 weeks old. Get it over with right now or else it won't get better. Next. Mad Dog, I came here to hear a good Jeff rant about science-based methods. Would love to hear his take on that subject. I don't talk about science-based methods because that's not what I do. That's not what I do. I'm a pet dog trainer talking about pet dog things. I reward dogs for things I want and I correct dogs for things I, that I don't want, which is actually proper science. But I, I don't get into the four quadrants. I don't get into applied behavior analysis. I don't get into cognitive behavioral therapy. I don't get into, I mean, but, but, but my words, if you listen to my words, I dabble in all of that stuff. The reason why is because I'm a pet dog trainer. I'm a pet dog trainer. Next. Kimmy, I have a seven-year-old rot pit mix who is uncomfortable being on the back porch. I put her outside with my other dog. Cricket will just stand at the screen door and stare and whine. I just ignore her as much as possible. Am I doing the right thing? Well, whining you can correct. I use clicker and treats for positive reinforcement, but I'm kind of lost on what to do. Well, I mean, you know, your dog, you go outside and play fetch with your dog if you want to. But if your dog wants to spend all of its free time at the back door, staring at the back door, that's on them. That's on them. But the whining, I would stop. The whining, you can correct. Next. Tabitha, I had someone doing ring rental take a video of me, correct a dog with a remote collar during a private training session. My client is handicapped. She does not have a left arm or hand and on her right. Is there more to that? I don't think so. If it is, it's too far down. Mm. Okay. Um, That's, I don't know. I don't know the question. Sorry. Well, maybe we'll come across it next. KK, what do you think about freeze-dried food? Um, I, I have no problem with freeze-dried food. Next. Michelle, I've seen and been involved in a dog fight to the death. I wish I had known about the choking technique. Yep. Could have saved the life of that aggressive off-leash GSD that my dog killed. Yep. Yep. Yeah, but I think it's really, I think it's really, really important. It's so easy to blame, like you know, this person right here. Well, you shouldn't have owned that dog. It's like, well, like you really think I want to own a dog that kills a dog? Mm-hmm. Like nobody signs up for that shit. I mean, nobody signs up for that. And I can't tell you how many times. A dog has attacked another dog, but that dog ended up losing. Like, And that it sounds like that dog charged Michelle's dog. Right. I mean, it's like, this stuff happens, guys. Guys, I'm not quite sure what world you all live in. I mean, not you all here, but like like a lot of the people that like write into us and write hate and like like to protest and boycott us and all this other nonsense. And like they from all over the world. And it's like, are dogs that... Like, I've traveled the world doing seminars. I mean, there's badly behaved dogs. And I've got colleagues everywhere everywhere i've done skypes in 90 different countries i've done skypes with 
Like, I mean, dogs are dogs. They're badly behaved everywhere. Yep. And, I mean, like, uh, they're... We and we see highly aggressive dogs. Highly aggressive dogs come to my seminars. Dogs that want to bite you, not because they're afraid, because they want to bite you. And even if they are afraid, they still want to bite you. So you've got to do something. So I think it's really, really important that people start really, really understanding, you know, d- dogs that we're talking about. I mean, we have dogs here that are happy go lucky. Most of this stuff we don't have to do, you know? But when you get a dog that is that wants to harm you and that's the business you're in, it's not all fun. Mm-hmm. And if anybody thinks we're unique, wake up. Anybody that works with difficult dogs is there is a time and a place for being extremely firm. Oh, no, they don't have to. I heard. You heard wrong. You heard wrong or you were lied to. Anybody that works with challenging dogs is applying some pretty strong punishers to the dog if they want to successfully rehab them as usually a step one. Nobody just talks about it. Nobody talks about it. It's like, well, they don't talk about it because they're not doing it. I'm like, are you that close-minded? Mm-hmm. Why don't you think they talk? won't talk about it? Hello? <laughs> Follow me. What's going on in the news? Next. Uh, Mighty Mouse said, preach it, brother. Educate. Trying to. Deb, agree on the dog fight. Large Pit attacked Armani and sunk his teeth into his neck, and I thought he was dead. Horrible. Luckily, after a big vet bill, he was okay. That is how I learned about dog parks. Wish I knew what to do at the time. Nightmares for months. Now I have a very reactive dog. Yep. And if the dog doesn't have a... Yep. yep you, I know. And if the dog doesn't have a, a collar on it, what do you do? Grab your leash, wrap it around the dog's neck like a noose. Same thing. Choke. And we're talking about breaking, guys, like, we're talking about breaking up dog fights. Okay? Like, it doesn't matter. Your disclaimer, they will just edit it out. Okay. Stay in the dog fight lane right there. Next. Mm, Cammy, it's game time then. What's that about? I don't know. It's always game time, Cammy. <laughs> Teresa, hey, did you guys see my bowling skills last night? We all went out bowling and we all were like killing it, like, strikes and spares out the ass. And we're doing, like, stupid shit, too. Like, Ben's, like, bowling between his legs. Like, I'm, like, squatting and, like, doing it like a child because my hands hurt. Right, 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 right. We're killing it. Good. Like, we should start a bowling league. Go we right. can actually, like, win. Go ahead. We're a company. T- we got teach. In fact, I just put, I just found, um, you know, I cleaned up the um, one of the little areas there because we got a bunch of new um, shipping supplies in. So, um, th- there's, a, we've got a, a lot of the blue t-shirts I put in the back um, laundry room area. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Solid canine bowling league. Yeah. I, and Ben is, like, a shark. Like, he's like, oh, I'm not that good. Oh, he's so one of those guys. two, like, gutter balls. Like, literally, he got, like, strike. I've never seen so many strikes in a row in my life. I'm like. I'll get bowling shirts for I'm everybody. Like, like, a pro bowler? I'll get, bo- I'll get bowling shirts for everybody. <laughs> like, what? Let's do it. Let's go. You gonna I'll, come? I don't know about that. Those I'll... big balls hurt my hand, though. I'll... They're, like, heavy. That's what she said. <laughs> they do. You... Like, ow. Melissa, that's a clip. <laughs> Next. Uh, anyway, how the hell did I talk about bowling? I was just talking about big oh, balls. Oh, game time. <laughs> yeah. Teresa, our 10-week-old puppy has suddenly become terrified of dogs barking in their houses yep. when we were on walks. Yep. I tried desensitizing. She hid under the couch. During a walk? 
So 10-week-old puppy, fear stage, it's 10 weeks old. So the, you want to keep your dog safe during the first 14 weeks of its life. So I would be like, I'm, I'm in no rush. You know, I'm in no rush to take a 10-week-old dog out for a walk. Um, I would definitely want to socialize my dog and get my dog exposed, excuse me, to d- different environmentals. But the walk, you don't have to do at 10 weeks. Next. Um, Cheryl, and about that dog who ripped a guy's face off, so many people absolutely threw shade at me for hanging the dog. No, never, dog never passed out. Yep. Um, it's so incredible. It's got, this dogs can do no harm bullshit has got to stop. Mm-hmm. It's like you've never been around a fucking animal and then if that's the way you think. You just never have seen it. Or you make an excuse or you're ignorant. Yeah. You know, or you think it's cute. Like, it, dogs literally love to run, chase, and kill things. Yeah. Like, you realize that, right? Yeah. My sister, and I'm going to call you out, Janelle, texted me one night because she has these three little innocent dachshunds. Right. One chased a rabbit down, ripped its head off, and she was, like, mortified. I'm like, Janelle, you realize you own dachshunds, right? Do we get those rabbits? Do we That's get that rabbit? what they do. Do we get that rabbit? No. She's like, oh, so disgusting. Oh, throw oh, it. Like, you should let her eat it. Throw it in the fucking freezer. Oh, we'll take it. i Jersey. Good yeah. for her. Yeah. And she's the one I like because she's crazy and drivey. And I'm like, that's what a dachshund should be. Have you guys ever seen a true rabbit? So she treats her dogs like literally fur babies. Okay, okay enough. <laughs> she Go. was just blown away. Enough. Go. So dogs do. Stop shaming your family. Go. Okami, what are some good ways to stop my puppy from chasing my cat and playing too rough with him when the cat wants to play with him? Bonker. Next. Julian, greetings from Aussie. Hey, hey, we'll be in Australia, Brisbane. DA, love you guys. Could you address two matters? Chewini, reverse sneeze, and how to best treat? I have no idea. I don't know. I wouldn't I wouldn't even know what to do about that. Next. Our issue is separation stress after we leave for a few hours. Um we have a crate. Yep. And when used, she is less likely to whine, and sh- the choke reverse sneeze is stress. By the way, I've used the finger in the mouth to open the airway. Thoughts? So I don't know anything about the reverse sneeze. Zero knowledge whatsoever. I have no knowledge at all. Um, as far as um, I would properly crate train your dog. I would do obedience training with your dog. I would hold your dog accountable. Cut down a little bit on, effect, on affection. Um, I've got a, I've got a, um, separation anxiety video on my YouTube channel and watch that and then start the work next. Britt, I think it made my dog regress with dogs by the gate. Oh, the slip lead. Um, I doubt it. Um, You'll catch up. Julian, my 10 week old whippet jumps at my little son all the time. How can I stop this behavior? 10 week old whippet say no again, bonk or put a leash on the dog. No. Gently pop it down. Next. Jay Saya said Friday. Yep. And A. Bataglia said Friday. Great movie. Ha ha. Yes. You're right. It was Friday. Bye, Felicia. Um, when was the movie Friday mo- made? Which one? 1995. 1995. That ain't so fucking so old. So that's a year after I was born. That was 11 years after high school. Whatever. Old for me. Kathleen. D- Hey my guys. kids were my my kids were already five years old. Whatever. Next. Kathleen, hey guys, joined Patreon and Cool Dog Tricks the other day. Last couple of days have been frustrating with Max's reactivity, so I took a break today and started teaching eight from Cool Dog Tricks. Awesome. Felt awesome. like a total reset. Ready to tackle reactivity, uh, driveway drills, elevator protocols again tomorrow. Nice. Love to when hear that. When in doubt, play with your dog. That's right. Seriously. When in doubt, pull out. Yep. Next. That is literally not what I said. Play with your dog. 
Dog. <laughs> Holding big balls. Felicia. That is funny. People used to say that and laugh, and I didn't even know why they were laughing because I never saw the movie. Adam, Friday movie, funny as hell. See? See? All right. I have good taste in movies. We'll watch that in the RV one night. All right? It's funny. Okay, great. Dirt and Soul. Craig, can I use y'all's microwave right quick? Oh, oh Friday. <laughs> can I use your car? Hey, Bataglia. Hi, J&J. Happy Monday. At the seminar, you showed the attendees a bungee or quick-release e-collar. Yes. I wanted to get a picture, but forget. It looked easier for every day on and off. It like is. The brand sizing. Just go to um, e-collar technologies. Go to e-collar technologies. Next. Uh, Melissa, if anyone... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. E-collar.com. E-collar.com. Next. If anyone else is interested in learning some dog tricks, you can check out Jeff's website here, cooldogtricks.com. Awesome. Uh, bizarre. Hi guys, my dog gets too high when my brother comes home. He jumps, runs around the house. What should I do? Um, keep a leash on the dog. Keep a crate. Keep the dog in a crate. Uh, dog, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who comes home, brother? Yeah. Br- brother, brother comes home and correct the dog for any nonsense in the crate. Start with the crate first. Next. Mothman, when a dog is scared of another dog coming into their space, do you pull them away and comfort them or just pull them away and try to ignore the other dog? I definitely don't comfort the other dog. I do a combination. Mothman, are Moth- you trying to set Jeff up yeah, for a rant? Yeah, he is. I would, I would back the dog up. Back it up, back it up. I back the dog up and then push the other dog away. There's your fucking rant. Next. Jay Sia did a bunch of these grateful hands. That's good. That's what I call them, grateful hands. Liz. Coming up on two years with Malmix. Thanks to you guys. The dog is a pleasure to be around. Nice. Crazy drive, but with prong remote, solid canine, we're good. Thanks, All right. Guys. Proud of you. Lost count on how many folks I've referred to your YouTube. Thank you so much. 20, yeah. 27, by the way. Next. Jay Saya said, thank you so much for the answers. So you're, much knowledge. You're welcome. I try. Kathleen. Jeff, I know you don't do science. As an applied behavior analyst... Just saying, your description of the science is right. Reward to get more, punish to yes, get less. I know. I, Just I, saying. I know. Holy shit! It's science-based, Kathleen. I know. So I'm actually, I'm actually very familiar with ABA, and I know what I'm doing. And but I don't throw it out there. I, I'd rather come across as the stupid dog trainer. <laughs> so, so I actually know what I'm talking about. So it's so. Ugh. I this the thing is not. I don't talk on a rant. I don't know. I don't talk about it because dog owners don't want to know about it. They just want to know how to stop this and how to train this. That's what I do. That's what I'll do. And I'll leave all the sciencey stuff up to the to the smart dog trainers that want to oppress people with their knowledge. I'd rather get my hand on the leash, train the dog, show the owner what to do, and live happily ever after. Next. <sighs> So Kathleen's a scientist, and she's one of our clients. Look at that. We have some pretty smart clients. We have we got extremely. Sorry, I just like put my hair on you. <laughs> I sprinkled it on. Was you. that what that was? Oh. You looked at me do it. I just like went like. I that. didn't know what it was. I thought it was a. I thought it was a booger. <laughs> this is my hair. And I was like, going, I was going cool. I can put my boogers on you now too. I was like, I was waiting for that day. I shed like a dog. Next. Um, Haley. So what is the sequence from the first introduction of teaching behavior to a dog to getting to NCS? Like step by step training. I can't remember if you have a video about that. We have a video on that. We're not gonna do it on the show. Yeah, we have a video on that. Next. Justin That's what, that's why we have videos, guys. Next. Hi Jeff. My dog knows come when called, but she sometimes runs the opposite way and I don't know why. Because your dog doesn't know come when called. So I want you to make sure you've proofed that dog up to correction level. Proof the dog up to correction level. So leave the leash on the dog. Make sure you put your reps in, lots of reps in, and then also when the dog does not comply. Correction, if you don't have a remote collar, a good, strong, firm leash pop will do it. Next. Jeffrey says, preach. 
Preach on. KK took Fearful Dog to Home Depot this weekend, told a man not to approach, but he decided to anyway. Of course. Go figure. <laughs> and she popped out of a, a dingleberry. Oh, my God. Should I do more foundational training first before going again? No, put a diaper on the damn dog. Make that guy clean up your dog shit. Yeah, I would. Make him eat it. <laughs> Here you go. There you go. You want to pet something? Pet this yeah. bitch. Pet you know what I mean? Shit. Next. Between your fingers. I know. Yes. Smeared all over his face. Paraz. Hey, let me tell you though. We had a dog the other day. I think he peed in Home Depot. And the staff there, thank God, loves me. He's like, no worries. Got me a mop bucket. Really? Oh, that God. was so nice. Thank God. They... What the heck's going on? Who just walked in? Somebody's probably coming down for the last call. Hopefully. Hopefully. I might have to go quiet down. All right, go trains. ahead. Yeah. All right. Uh, Do you want to read? Where are we? Um, at Paraz. So we're at Paraz. Um, da, 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 da. Jace at Paraz, four-month-old puppy whines and barks when pull when put in the crate is banging the crate with a no too harsh. No, it's not too harsh at all. A lot of people will say that, um, but it's it's definitely not too harsh. I'm Jay Saya. Can you come to Vancouver, British Columbia? We did Vancouver, BC last year, and we just need a location to do it. If you find me a location, I possibly can fit it into the 2020 schedule. Um, I almost every um, so I almost I almost I, I I if I found a location, I can probably do it. Um, Gretchen says Jeff go bowling. LOL. This is the thing. Staff staff doesn't want me to go out with them. Trust me, they don't. Staff does staff stuff. I let staff do staff stuff. It's good for them for team building. I <clears throat> I tend to stay out of it. I let the staff do their staff thing. I'll give them the corporate credit card. I'll say go right ahead, okay. But I tend to stay out of it. Um, I let them. I let them do their own thing. They'll probably most likely have more fun without me. So it's more about them having fun. Um, Jesiah, number one is fully trained without any prong cowers or e cowers. All balance training. Awesome. There you go. And I'm at KK. Okay, have been making great strides with unstructured training. However, she reverts back to fearfulness when anyone comes over. She will army crawl for a treat. Is this okay? No, it's not okay at all. So give the dog to hold the hold the hold hold the command at all. You probably want to get the dog off of food as well. Off of food. Next. Um, Hannah, I hear all the time to get better training skills when I advocate for a prong, as if I correct twenty four seven into learning commands. Right. The dogs. Dogs do no harm. No bad dogs, only bad humans. This right. goes on wild. Yeah, yep. Mm. Yep. It's got. It's. It really has to stop. This concept of like dogs are superior to 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 humans. Dogs can do no harm. It's like you have no idea what you're talking about. And for all these folks out there that love to preach, thinking that they're dog lovers, I'm like, and what am I, a dog hater? Right. No, I love dogs so much. I'm trying to keep them alive. Yeah. Like. Don't, don't criticize the people that are in the fucking trenches doing the work. <clears throat> KK, didn't let the dog be afraid of the treadmill, like you said, only four times, and now she's excited to be on it. Can't go outside because it's so cold, and this is great. Good job. Proud of you. Next. Kibu, any experience with a product called Bark X Buddy? Barks Buddy? No, no, no. none whatsoever. Can't give you a, can't give you an opinion on that one. Next. Julian, when would you be in Brisbane? Are you doing a seminar there? Yeah. Appreciate more details. Please. I'm doing a seminar. Go to Jeff. I think it's in July or August. Jeff Gelman Seminars. JeffGelmanSeminars.com. My Brisbane seminar is there, and all. You haven't heard about it yet, Julian? Come on, it's all over the it's place. It's all over the place. Yeah, there's a petition there trying to stop me from coming into the country. 
Yeah. Yep. We're going to meet you at the airport and pick at you. It's like, um, actually. Like, man, every time I go in somewhere nice, they meet me with like a shot at the airport. It's like, like a shot glass. It's, like, a, it's, it's like, it's like, actually, I don't think you can do that at airports anymore. I think yeah. security has stepped up a little bit. Right. And don't make fucking idle threats on, on online either. Next. Ashley, I met my husband on Tinder. Yes. Holy shit. So, Look at that. Yeah. When I was single, when I was single for a while, I, I did online dating, you know? How'd that work out? Um, It didn't. But 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 back then it was more taboo. Now it's no big deal. Yeah. And, and I, I mean, again, yeah, people are busy. I don't. When the hell would I ever go out and meet somebody? But I'm saying though, so it makes it makes it makes a lot of sense. But a lot of people, I know a lot of people that have met on um, websites, um, dating websites, and, and Tinder as well. I know. I mean, I know. I, I know. I, I know a bunch of people that have. And I think that it's. I think a lot of people. To me, it's an efficient way to meet somebody. Mm-hmm. And also, say it is a site that has got. Like Tinder originally was set up for, you know, pretty much casual sex. It's like at least you've got both parties in agreement knowing what the hell the, the, the mission of the night is. True. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. No. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you want to look for, you know, so, you know something longer term, well, then you put that in your bio. Excuse me. And you, and, you, and, you, and you make sure you project that. I mean, there's a time and a place for everything. Next. Uh, Jay, new rescue dog, just found you guys. Signed up for the Portland seminar because we need skills. Oh, it's right. Tail and raised fur, scared, nervous, or aggressive. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, st- stuck tail or dovetail? Tucked tail, raised fur. Um, but all of those things. Everything you just described, it could, it, it could be applicable towards. Start training the dog. Work the dog through it. Work the dog through it. I mean, a lot of dogs are just nervous. They're nervous. And to stop the training because it's nervous, it's a disservice to the dog. It's a disservice to the dog. Next. Sebastian, love you guys. Do you have any advice on working with multiple dogs? Yeah, usually one at a time and then work them off of each other and then work them together and then swap them in, swap them out. Have one in a down while you're working another one actively. Have them both existing at the same place. Call one off up to you, put one back. Call the other one off to you, put one back. You know, there's so much you can do. There's so much you can do. Next. Um, Fernanda, hi guys, missed the last Q&A, love to you both from Saskatchewan. Oh, hey. I got it right this time. You sure did. Because she did the... The phonetics. (laughs) Phonetics. I've been practicing. The phonetics. So you don't look foolish anymore. That's the last damn time I'm going to look like a fool. last time. That's right. I know how to pronounce Akron and I know how to pronounce phonetics. I got it down. I still have to think about it. It's a weird word. It's not a weird word. To me, in my head, it should be okay. photonics. <laughs> you know what? If you really think about it, it's like... Phonetics. Photonics. Yeah, okay. That sounds right. Doesn't it? It does sound right. <laughs> sounds right. It does sound it's right. Like, it's like a muscle memory. I have to reprogram. It's like, it's like oh, you've got a... You've got a... Um, you've got a uh, um, what do they call it? A picture memory? What do they call that? Photographic. Photographic memory? Yeah, I've got photonics. I've got photonics. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. Exactly. It, 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 photonics sounds like a very reasonable word. Yeah. 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 Phonetics. What'd you What'd you do tonight? Oh, I worked on my photonics. <laughs> so I say this. Yeah. People are like, never yeah. heard of that before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you should try it. You've never done photonics? You've never done photonics? Yeah. yeah. They just started offering it at the gym as part of your gym membership. They got photonics there. Yeah, there's photonics. a class. There's a Saturday morning class at 830. Oh, my gosh. It is fantastic. You Blow should, your mind. The instructor there, fantastic. They, 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 they went to this place out in Salt Lake City to study photonics. They came back, teach the class. It's been a great. It's, it's been great. It's been a game changer. Oh, game changer. And the funny thing is I was talking to my cousin out in Albuquerque, New Mexico. 
They go to a, a, a photonics class every Tuesday night. Who knew? In fact, they've got couples nights on Wednesdays. We're going to start a convention. Yeah, they got, they've got, they've got photonics. They call it photonics squared. Photonics for yeah. newbies. Yeah. Yep. Next. Something to look into. Next. Hannah, how do you correct a low growl if ignored a single bark is unleashed? If corrected, dog shakes. If we were awake, I'll work through. Lots of the time we were in bed. He sleeps with me to not wake me from dreams. To wake me from dreams. <sighs> okay. Your dog's in bed with you because it has to be because it wakes you from dreams. So if you're struggling with PTSD, okay. The dog is growling. Why? That means you're up if you're hearing the growling. You could, it's probably growling because of some environmental that it hears. And it's protect, getting in a protective mode because if you don't stop the growling, it goes to a bark. Did I get that right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Therefore, a single bark. A single bark, which is annoying. Mm-hmm. I would correct the growling. Next. Uh, Bizad, what are some reasons a puppy whining in the car? Should it be corrected, I guess? Yeah. What are some reasons? Five dog trainers, five answers. It has to, might have to go to the bathroom, and then you want to give it the benefit of the doubt. But if it might be just annoying, it might be nervous, it might be fearful, it might be anxious, it might be anything. But guess what? Teaching your dog to be quiet, I can't tell you how many times, I cannot tell you how many times we have stopped audibles from dogs, and they do just fine. This thing is, they're trying to tell you something. Yeah, maybe they're trying to tell you they want to go out and play. How about that? My dog barks in the crate at 3 in the morning. Why? Because it wants to go out and chase the fucking rabbits that are out there in the middle of the night. How about this, dog? Let me tell you something. I need sleep. So shut up. So, I mean, it's like, they'll be fine. All these dogs will be fine. Now, every once in a while, the dog might have to have, a, have an accident in the crate or an accident in the house. It might have to go out to go to the bathroom. But after the second, third, fourth night of repetitive going out, oh, come on now. Either change up its di- diet when you, when you feed it, when you water it, or it's just playing you. Next. D.A., thanks again. You're welcome. Haley, okay, thank you. I'm glad to know there's a video. I appreciate it. Yeah, we have videos on almost everything, guys. And on some things, it's so much easier just to refer you to a video. Next. Julian, one thing you guys mention frequently is putting dogs on a raw diet. Can you please share your recipes with us? Yeah, go to our website. Here, I I don't like to sell stuff on my my free podcast, except for seminar tickets because we need people to buy seminar tickets because that's how, you know, believe it or not, I make a living, at least a good part of my living. Um, So go to, if you go to um, uh, sallycaninetraining.com slash shop, Melissa, we put a link up. Um, you, you, there's a, there's a great raw diet book. It's an ebook, download it. It's 1999 and, um, a really, really great guy. Thomas wrote it next. Mm. Hannah, a new clip for people to make, make him eat it. Laugh my ass off. (laughs) Make him eat it. After he spits on it. Ew. Yep. Ew. Kathleen, Max pooped in TJ Maxx the other day. My fault for not taking him out beforehand. Felt so bad. It happens. Shit happens. Shit happens. This little suggestion Carry a, take get a piece of newspaper, like your daily newspaper. Take one one square of newspaper, and then fold it up. Keep it in your purse, ready to be deployed. And as soon as you think your dog's about to squat, take out the newspaper, put it underneath your dog's butt. It poops on the newspaper. Roll it up. Boom. Very effective. A little service dog trick I learned. Next. A. Bataglia. Lucy doubled down and chilled to practice existence with our cat. Lucy crushed it after only one bonk two months ago. Nice. Turns out we had to use 
a Punisher on the cat for being a loon yeah. while fell asleep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Thank you very much. Once cats know they're like safe, they're like, let That's me right. go That's and right. bother the dog. So you're not allowed. You're not allowed to chase me anymore. Well, now I'm gonna. Yeah. Sh- now I'm gonna shake my fucking ass it's right in so front of you. True. They do. Cats. It's like the cats look like. It's like. It's like I'm gonna rename you Shakira. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh yeah. It's true. Yeah, exactly. They saunter over. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Hello, dog. That's right. Can't chase me now, can you? <laughs> yeah. And next thing you know, a towel comes flying out. <laughs> yeah. And the owner's like, "Yeah, but I can freaking. I can bark you." Next. Uh, Melissa posted a link to the ebook. Thank you, Melissa. Kayla, one and a half year old GSD is doing well with heel and loose leash. Loose leash. Why is that so fucking hard to say? Because it's photonic. We both bit- butcher it all the because time. Because you need more photonic classes. Loose leash walking. Yes. However, when she is looking for a spot to potty, she goes into drive mode on leash at apartment common area. Tips. Yeah, put the brakes on. Don't let your dog do it. Take your dog to one spot, hold your ground. That's the spot that your dog has to go potty on. Next. Okami said, will you be coming to Southern California on your tour? If so, where? Yes, I'm going to be in Ramona. Guys, Go if you want to know where I'm going to be in 2020, jeffgelmanseminars.com. It's not a secret. Go to it. Go to it. Now, we've had to take the addresses and the locations and our sponsors off because all the haters will call them up and inundate them. Um, but when you buy, But you'll see the city, though. You'll see the city we're going to be at. Next. Connie, I had a group of neighbors acting like your staff, LOL. Used bonker twice. I had kids ride bikes, scooters, and battery-operated little car. Cats outside. It was great to have such support. Awesome. That's great. Nice, nice. Um, Vale, my son and I play in a local orchestra. We practice every day. Oh, wow. Our dog howls every practice. Very annoying. He's e-collar trained. E-collar correction or bonk? Um, Both. Either. Take your pick. Congratulations for you and your son playing in an orchestra. I used to play the cello. Did you know that? Yes. I used to play the cello. I actually performed once at uh, Symphony Hall in Cleveland, Ohio, when I was a kid. And I remember I was a little bit out of tune and totally fucking... Ruined it. Totally fucking nosedived it. Nosedived it. I Is think the I, cello the big one? That's what she said, yeah. Yep. No, the stand-up bass is the biggest one. That's what um, Olivia plays. Is the cello bigger than a violin, though? Yes, and a viola. Okay. Yes. Yep. Cello is you historically you sit down, and you put it between your legs. The big one. That's what she said. <laughs> Gonna sit down for that one. Next. Um. I don't know where I am anymore. KK, <laughs> if you don't have a bonker nearby and a correction is needed, is a swat with a hand not recommended? Um, I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big fan of that, but try to have a bonker nearby. Next. Michelle, I wanted to stop and thank you. The other day I used a combination of spatial pressure and 180s. Since that walk, my dog has stopped forging ahead. Months of nagging is over thanks to your videos. Yeah, a lot of people nag. A lot of people nag. What's, what is nagging? It's like... Well, I, I gave my dog a pop. I gave my dog a pop. I did a little 180. I did a little 180, and it's not working. I'm like, one and done, son. Just get it fucking done. So work on your repetition. Work on your body positioning. And um, I'm telling you, the spatial pressure video of getting a dog to disengage, and then we're going to be adding to that now. We're going to be actually adding, adding the heel to the video. We should probably have... do that tomorrow. Okay. Am I going to be around tomorrow? Not tomorrow, Wednesday. Okay. This week. Yeah. Yeah, tomorrow's pretty booked with me, myself. Okay. Next. Um, Julian. Wait, sorry. no, hold on, no, no, no. Tomorrow's Tuesday. Oh, it's your day off, though. Yeah, it'll probably be around for a Okay, while. yeah, t- tomorrow might work. Yep. 
Julian, um, sorry guys, I'm very new into dog owners community and my puppy is my first dog ever. Came across your channel quite recently and love you already. Hope to see you in Brisbane and don't worry about those bogans. Oh, don't worry about it. We're not we're not we're, we're not worried about too much stuff at all. You know, trust me. How did you find us? Because you're in Brisbane. Did you find us through all this freaking nonsense going on? I'd like to know. Yeah, maybe. Right now it's in Brisbane. It's uh, it's uh, Tuesday at what, 11 or 12? It's noon. Is it noon over there or 1 o'clock? 1 p.m. Mm, on Tuesday. Julian. Next. Uh, a. Bataglia. So incredibly accurate. Oh, about the cat. Turns out bonkers work great on cats too. LOL. Thank you for all you do. You're welcome. Mothman, Deacon just stayed in place for 20 minutes while my parents' dog came in the house, walked around, and even chewed on one of his toys. I'm so amazed, all thanks to you and similar trainers. Thank awesome, you. awesome. Proud of you, Mothman. But you know what? I'm proud of you. You did the work. Yep, yep. I know you got the advice, but you put the work in. So proud of you. Next. Melissa posted the link to the seminar. Oh, thank you, Melissa. KK, how much structured training is recommended every day? I mean, technically, all day long is a structure. Even even if you want to have free time, that's structured. Turn it on, turn it off. Go okay, guys, go play. Like, what what do I do? Sometimes on the weekends, if I'm home, um, for like say four hours, um, Mac who who's in the front yard, I'll have my I'll have my my dogs in the front yard with them. They can do whatever they want to do, except for bark. You know, they usually just hang out. Believe it or not, if I give the choice of my dogs, since I do so much stuff with my dogs. When I come home, they're comfortable just going going and lying down and doing nothing. They're like, "What are we doing in the front yard? Like we run we run in the woods." I know. Like like why do we want to be in the front yard? Like why do we just like go like I like to go lie down right now actually. It's it's interesting. Next. Mm, Trish, I was going to ask about cat training. My dog is well trained. Cat is annoying. Constantly knocks things over. Hissing. If you ever get into cat training, nope. let me know. Trust me, I ain't getting into cat training. Okay. Best. That's it right now. That's all we got. Yeah, we got ten minutes left. Really? You didn't go on any rants tonight. You had so much bait. I don't take it anymore. I know. I don't take it anymore. No. Nope. It's because your your rants end up making it so we can't get through all the questions. That's what I'm afraid of. But now, now we did. But now I'm, that's now what I'm. That's what. Do you what, want to rant about? Nothing. Okay. Nothing. I don't. I talked a lot about context. Yeah. I did. I, I went on a big. I went on a little rant with a hammer and the choking out and the the, the misinformation out there. And it's like, guys, you really need to take the stuff in, in, and you got to put it into context. And and you know, you talk to any trainer out there that works with some really challenging dogs, and and like, I think people would be surprised. It's like, it's like, it's like going into a vet office. Like, if you like, if you saw what happens in, the, in a vet office, what vets have to do. Haley, I don't think I skipped yours. I don't see one from you at all. Hmm. I don't ask it again. Ask it again. Ask it again, Haley. All she said was, I'm glad to know there's a video. I appreciate it. Yeah. That's all I'm seeing from you, Haley. It might have been too long. Yep. Next. Um, Kibu. Hold on a second. I'm trying to get here. Kibu said, Jeff and Joel. And for Angelo, Google Rusty and Orchestraville. A great soundtrack. Another one, Rusty's Magic Piano. Okay, we will do. Will do. I'll tell Anna said second the cat training. Yep. KK said regarding free roaming, she is allowed only in living room and kitchen. Is that okay? So KK, that's up to you. It's your dog. Guys, these are your dogs. You could do whatever you want to with them. But if your dog, but if your dog is is destroying stuff in 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 one of the rooms or getting up onto the counters, then you'll know the answer. Then you'll know the answer. But but I'm not going to dictate to somebody how they how they live with their dog. 
I've got suggestions. Sometimes it sounds like they're demands, but if you've got a if you've got a if you've got a problem, like here's a great example. Whenever I leave the house, my dog um, chews up the couch. Create your dog. Like that. Like I'll tell you what to do. You know what I mean? It's like. But as far as like the way you want to live with your dog, as far as what rooms it wants to be in, I mean, the only time I guess I'm 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 pretty demanding is like if you've got a new baby, I'm not a big fan of dogs being up on the second floor or the floor where the, the bedrooms are at first, and so you figured all this stuff out. So, but if you're happy with what's going on and your dog's not exhibiting any any major um, or even minor but an annoying um, bad behaviors, then keep it up. They keep it up. All I know is this: when you've got a dog, we deal with mostly with dogs with behavioral issues. So we we we're highly structured. We're highly structured. Next. Um. Gretchen said, "I kind of want another cat just to test out some of the dog training stuff." Haley said, "It's right after Melissa's." Haley, I just scrolled through. I don't see anything. I ask again. Stop with that. It doesn't exist on my screen. Haley, ask again. Uh, bizarre. I, my dog knows how to play with me, to engage with me and with anything. He comes with his toothbrush, wants to play. I remove all playing toys. Should I do it more or is there resolve for unwanted play? Yeah, you could correct the dog. You could correct the dog. It's like, no, we play on my terms. Next. Oh, is, is your dog Wes? Next. <laughs> dog will bring me a piece of grass. Um, Fernanda, hey Jeff, off topic. How was Angela's podcast? You could, Angela's podcast number four was fantastic. You can watch Angela's podcast number four right right now. He has his own playlist called Angela's Podcasts. It's on um, our channel before he gets his own channel. He did Pokemon podcast tips number four Q&A. It was on last night. He went on for 45 minutes, and he'll be doing another one this week. He'll be doing another one this week. Maybe he'll do one Saturday night Yeah. because we've got the show on Friday night. Yeah, next. Michelle is still working on pack threshold and it's going really well now that I'm using hand signals only. Asking for the sit, if I step forward, all five sit faster and being aggressive with posture for this. Nice. Good job. Next. Angela, I talk all the time about how my dogs make the choice to just lay down when I free them in the house. We do so much by the end of the day that they're just pretty much done. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Next. Julian, it's 1220 in Brisbane. Um, just were watching dog training videos and came across your channel and your ways of doing things seemed very natural, realistic, and effective indeed. And they are awesome. So you're, you're, uh, 12, 15 hours ahead of us, 15 hours. So it's nine. So wow. here it's Monday night, 9 20 PM here next. Um, yeah. When we go over to the, when we go over to, uh, I'm gonna be so to fucked. Brisbane, it's so weird. I struggle Str- with jet t- lag. time wise. We yeah. go to the West coast and I'm like. I need a day to recover. Yeah. You're gonna, it's going to be interesting for you. Ugh. It's going to be really interesting. It's the worst because, traveler, because you guys. It's literally the next day. Yeah. Yeah. When I was when I was over in um, when I was over in Australia, it was like you have to like really plan things. I mean, you've got to really plan things out, especially if there's Skypes and stuff. Yeah. You've got to really plan things out. Next. Um, Michelle, what level of Patreon do we need to get to watch your? What would Jeff do when you put it on there? Um, I don't know what it set it up on the side, um, on the side underneath. Um, Levels, it should say. It should say. I, I, I know we're just redoing Patreon now, so it might not be fully, fully complete. Next. Mm, Julian, and I hate those whom you can't pass by without being annoyed by their dog's aggressions. So want to bring my dog highly trained and well-structured. Cool. Um, Matt, 10-month-old GSD. She is well-behaved at home and on structured walks, but screams and yells and pulls when we are in a public place. Yep. 
We use the prong collar to pop or correct, but hasn't helped. She right. continues to yell and pull no matter the severity of the correction. Right. So what happens is this. It's a 10-month-old dog. And now is the beginning. So now is the start of all the nonsense. So watch our spatial pressure video. Also start introducing environmentals. Also watch my video on driveway drills. Next. Karen, hi, J&J. Thank you so much for all the free content. Are you available to travel an hour and a half north of Phoenix, Arizona for a live seminar? Um, yes, because that's close to... It's kind of towards... Tucson, or is that towards to Scottsdale? Scottsdale. Yes, I, I am. Yes. If, if you have a seminar location there. Karen, if you have a location there, the answer is yes. Email me at jeff at solidk9training.com. Jeff at solidk9training.com. Next. KK said, try melatonin for jet lag. Works well. Next. To try that. Yep. Uh, Bazad, put a perfect money voucher to your website if possible so we could buy audio and books from far away from a country like Iran because we can't use too many international monies online. Who said that? Is that our buddy? Oh, is that Bazad? Is that our buddy? Put a perfect money voucher. What does that mean? Yeah, we don't have, I don't know if we have that here. Uh, Somebody asked me like about different forms of payment so melissa will you look into that hon thanks karen said prescott arizona and will do she'll email you thank you gretchen said what's going to change regarding your regular media versus patreon um patreon is going to have so patreon is going to have different videos that will not be up on any other platform for my seminars patreon will have more in-depth conceptual videos and then patreon will also have and um, a different longer format, lo- longer, for- longer format stuff. Patreon, you're able to get Skypes inexpensive. Um, Patreon is going to offer um, uh, AMAs that are uh, more in depth. So there's going to be a lot of extra things. Well, we're talking inexpensive, you know, inexpensive. Next. That's it. That's it. That's it for tonight anyway. All right, guys. End of the show. Madly in love with you. JeffGelmanSeminars.com. Um, SalladK9Training.com. Love all of you. And um, keep up all the great work and uh, madly, madly, madly in love with all of you. You're all doing fantastic. I'm so proud of you. And um, for everybody that joined us tonight, for everyone that's doing all the hard work, love it. Uh, don't forget, in, two, in less than two weeks, we'll be in Pearson, Florida, having a great time down there. And then from there, we go to um, Frederick, Maryland, and then back here to Providence, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then we head out to... Somewhere else. I forgot. Anyway, madly in love with all of you. Take care. Have a fantastic evening.